So this part right there, we yeah. actually looked it up. Oh. It was like kind of messed up. And okay. All right. But. Good. I'm, I'm about to record a podcast. So. You want to come in? You want to come in here and say hi to, to hi to Mr. Brian? Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Cloud Whispers. I am David Broussard. And I am Brian Cheatham. Brian, how are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm doing well. A little short on sleep or whatever. It's uh, been kind of a crazy week, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing doing well. Good. Doing I, well. I, I, get some I, bags I, under the eyes, but you know, we'll get through it. I, I know all about the short on sleep. My dog has been going outside at 3.30 every morning this week. And on more than one occasion, I have not been able to go back to sleep. So I've been getting about four hours of sleep a night this week. Oh, man. And uh, I, have, I, have been, I have been dumping these monsters oh, like man. crazy. I'm up, I'm up to two a day now. And, uh, but when they wear off, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> It's like crash. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, what have you been up to lately? Yeah, so we finally uh, got a chance to uh, uh, get another show for our band. Um, band We actually had, yeah, we actually, uh, the last time we played was back in February. Okay. And uh, we had a show in April, but it got canceled. And it was out in Bulverde. So right across from the airport there in Bulverde, that little town of Bulverde there, Mm -hmm. um, I live probably like two or three miles from it um there's a is a park and in that park there's like a there's all kinds of playgrounds there's all kinds of pavilions and different things like that or whatever uh, my wife actually used to take my son over there when he was smaller because they have one of those splash pads you know where the water shoots up and does oh, all that yeah, sort of cool. things yeah um so they have this thing called music in the park and they do it every month uh so november 7th you know, this is my plug. November, <laughs> November 7th, 7th at uh, 6 Park. p.m. 6 p.m. Uh, yep. The, uh, the 8.0 band will be playing, and we'll be playing 80s music, acoustic style. So if you like 80s music and you like acoustic style music, um, come on out and see us at uh, Bulver- Bulverde Music in the Park. So, so here's a question. Speaking of acoustic music, uh, do you like the Cranberries? I do. Oh man, I, I, I was so I was so sad uh, when their lead singer passed away because yeah, no, that he's was got a, such a that, wonderful voice. So yeah. we were listening. I was listening to him on Spotify recently, and I had one of her songs stuck in my head, and I was like, I just kind of listened to it. So I, I pulled up the Cranberries, and I hit random play, and they evidently recorded a whole bunch of their stuff acoustic, and hearing like Zombie as an acoustic song, yeah, that's, is uh, just crazy. It is. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. Well, it's really cool to see what musicians do with things like that because they they play those songs so much, right? Yeah. It's always on their set list. They're always playing it, so they're like, "I really need to think of another way to do this." So it's almost kind of like their way of writing a new song, you know? I mean, it's uh, you know, it kind of gives them a different, uh, you know, it 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 fills that that void if they're not writing music at that point in time, you know. So sometimes they get a little creative with things like that. I love it. I, I think it's great. People do that, yeah. and yeah, I love I would, like our versions of songs that because I it for the longest time right I I'll, 
I won't hear, or I, is there be sometimes or whatever where I hardly, I can't remember the last time I heard a song, but we play it all the time. So when I hear it on the radio, it's like, it just doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> it just doesn't uh, sound. Well, and see, I, I'm not a big fan of live music because I want to hear the song performed the same way. And I'm trying to train myself to sing it exactly like it's performed. Yeah. Right. And so like, for example, you know, if I'm listening to Piano Man uh, by Billy Joel, I'm, I'm trying to use the same intonations, the same pacing. And then right. I hear him perform it live and I'm like, no, no, it's, now I'm off and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not with him. And just, I don't feel, yeah, don't do that, man. That's just wrong. So, uh, uh, so how about you? What have you been up to? Well, my oldest turned 20 on Sunday. Wow. And so it being COVID time, we, we, we tried to make, uh, the whole weekend into a birthday celebration. And yeah. that involved, um, that involved, of course, cake and ice cream. Uh, what, I'm sorry, an ice cream cake from Baskin Robbins. Uh, it was a little odd, chocolate icing, white cake, strawberry cheesecake, ice cream. So the the mix of flavors was a little on the weird side. But yeah. uh, she also really wanted to play this game called Stardew Valley. Uh, and I don't know if you ever played it or not. It's it's a sandbox game. It's you know, I won't. It's kind of like Minecraft in that you you build things and right. you have to collect stuff to build a lot of stuff based on that yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff like that but it, it it's it's very different it's kind of laid out more like um oh, what was that uh, transylvania uh, game or something like that where you it's kind of a top down uh, like a super mario brothers almost not really a scroller per se but it is kind of like a scroller anyway we yeah. she wanted she wanted the whole family to play it and so we were playing it um on on sunday and we played for a couple hours uh, playing the game, and I think she, uh, I think she really appreciated that. So I, I only have one teenager left in the house. Only no one teenager. Have, no longer. And that's have you. Teenagers. Oh, <laughs> I, wish, I, wish, I wish. So Brian, teenager what at heart. Today? What, so what, what are we going to talk about today, Brian? Yeah. So I was thinking, um, and I, I remember seeing a lot of things recently. Um, you know, whenever you get the emails and everything about the new features that are out and in Microsoft 365, I I remember seeing something about this new Tasks app, mm-hmm. um, and how eventually that will become the you know replace the the planner name I guess is really what uh, or the planner tab within Teams. But then I started thinking I'm like okay well you've got to do right we got to do for our personal to dos and all of that. Um, you've got now this new Task app. You've got you know, planner, you've got Microsoft lists, you've got all these different places. You have out- Outlook tasks. You have Outlook tasks too, right? You I think have, that integrates have, to a degree with, um, with well, uh, eventually, right? eventually they're going to replace Outlook tasks with to do. They've done right. that in the web version of Outlook, but not in the desktop version of Outlook. Um, and then you've also got Microsoft project, which is, you know, another right. place to yeah. manage tasks. Uh, and as you pointed out, Microsoft Lists, where yep. I could go out and create tasks inside of there. So yeah, that's it. it there is a there's there's a wide variety of places that you can put your stuff, so to speak, when it comes to work management, right? Yeah. So I started thinking. I'm like, okay, if somebody asked me where where would I keep this type of list, or where would I keep this, or 
Um, oh, come you know, on, what Brian. Should, which one should I use? You're a consultant. You know what I mean? We know what that answer is. Well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> so I'd start off my answer with it's de- it depends, and then I would call you and be like, hey, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> well. So, I- like. For Microsoft, like Microsoft to do, Microsoft to do this, yeah. you know, that that's a, it's a great application for managing, you know, your personal tasks that's and correct. you can share exactly lists. what it's for. Yep. You yeah. Can and you can share lists. your organization. Right. And, and so like the example that we've both used is being able to share a shopping list for, you know, shopping. So if I need something uh, added to the shopping list, I add it and then, you know, my wife, you know, picks it up um, or she you know, orders it on the, what is it called? The curbside pickup with HEB. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, for us, it's the reverse. Get... my family puts it on the shopping list and I pick it up. Oh, and then you so, go get it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm the one that goes to the store, but yeah, I have I the need, to do app. On, to <laughs> I, I, I have the to do app on my phone. And when I go yep. to the store, I open it up and I check off the things as I complete them. Yeah. And if it's not on the to do list, Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. If it's not on the to-do list, there's our outtake for the day. Yes. <laughs> um, if it's that, not, that was really an outtake. <laughs> that really wasn't. That was a. That was a. Woo, that monster came back to bite me. <laughs> That's the side effect of drinking two monsters a day. Sometimes <laughs> they come back and bite you in the throat. Um, <laughs> so anyway, to-do list, right? <laughs> um, if it's not in the to-do list, it's probably not going to get bought. If it is yep. in the to-do list, well there's about a 95 to 99% chance it's going to get bought unless there's some reason like, you know, I, sometimes I have to go multiple places and I may not go by Walmart and HEB, yeah. or, but, but, I'm, but you're not going to, you know, my memory is very much like a colander. Okay. And, and the tasks I have to do are like water. Okay. So basically I forget, I remember nothing <laughs> and I wander around, I wander around the HEB or the Walmart going, Ooh, that looks good. Ooh, that looks good. Ooh, yeah. that looks good. And because I'm usually buying, you know, I'll go along and say, ooh, taco shells. We should do tacos tonight. Oh, wait, I need to go back and get lettuce. And, of course, that means I have to go back to the produce section. Right. Then I come back over there. Oh, wait, I need to get onions. And I have to go back over there. Then I have to go here and get meat. And I have to go here and get cheese. And I sit there and end up wandering. You know, I'll get 10,000 steps. In the, I'll get 10,000 steps in the bag of the store. Just walking back and forth, you know, getting, saying, ooh, Monday, Tuesday will be tacos. And Wednesday will be gyros. And Thursday will be spaghetti. And I'm, like, back and forth and back and forth. But yeah, to do is really cool when you're trying to manage your work. It yeah. has an, it has a really cool feature as well when you open up Microsoft to do in that if you have plans, if you have tasks in planner that have right. been assigned to you, right? Yes. And sometimes I'm going to show up with them, they've been assigned to you. They yep. will show up inside of your to do. Yep. And if you flag an email for follow up inside of Outlook, it will show up inside of Microsoft. I, I flag emails all the time and then they disappear out of my inbox because I've got hundreds of emails coming in every day, right? And right. I never go back and find them again. Yeah. And now I can open up my, my, my to-do and I can sit there and say, oh, well, how many emails do I have flagged and what do I have to do with those things? And I have four flagged emails. And I'm like, cool, I can actually go back and figure out what I got to do with those. And so it, right. I, I, I'm managing that a lot better. I used to have like 500 flagged emails Yeah. because I just flag them and then I never clear them out because I'd forget about them. Well, so and yeah, then you can tag things cool. to my day too, right? So you can yes. tag into my day. And I really like that because then, 
you know, at the end of the day, or the next day comes around or whatever, it's not there anymore, right? So, I mean, it's it's a good way for you which to... Which can be good or bad, right? Right. It could be good or bad, but I mean, for, for, for someone like me, um, I'm consistently rewriting my list every morning or whatever. I mean, I do that kind of as an exercise just to organize my thoughts and whatnot. And, and a lot of times, you know, the type of work that I do sometimes is... Uh, um, I, I work with people who are very scattered, you know, and they they need help and they need organization. So I have to wear like a project management. Why are management you attacking hat. me, Brian? Why are you attacking <laughs> me like that? I'm not really attacking you, man. I mean, <laughs> the monster's attacking you. Not me. Oh, the monster's attacking me. Yeah. But I mean, so I, I have to I have to think of a way to organize myself, even though I'm not a very organized person. And it's funny because I have I have stacks of papers in my office. You know, and Andrea always walks in. My wife always walks in and tells me, she's like, why is that stack there? It's like, well, it's there because, you know, I know exactly what's in that stack based on that top paper. You know, mm-hmm. it's things like that, you know, and and, I, and to do really helps me with those things because I usually will pick out, hey, these are the top three things I need to get done today. Yep. So it's really easy for me to go in and mark those in to do uh, as, uh, as my day and 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 I, I, you know, those are the things that I want to get done. I mean, that's just kind of how my brain works. I mean, people are different, right? But, uh, you know, I think that's a good feature. Yeah. Now, I think Planner and the way I use Planner and the way I've seen Planner used to great effect is is more for team tasks, right? Yes. Where absolutely. a team is working towards some kind of goal, like a project or a department or yep. something like that. Uh, and, and poor man's project is what I call it. It is. It, it is like a light project management. And and there are certain things that planner does that to do does not right. Like that ability to have file attachments. And, uh, in yep. addition to having this. notes, I can also have the, the 10 check marks. And I really like the conversation ability inside of a task where I can put some notes in the bottom and you can see those notes and you could theoretically do that in a to-do list as well, but it's, it, it, it's not, it's not quite as robust. Right. And and there is some some overlap and synergy, uh, and and we're starting to see with tasks and teams, right? When that when that becomes tasks, right? We're going to see kind of the the convergence of that, and eventually, right. to do is going to replace Outlook tasks, right? Yeah, no, that's what that's what you were telling me, and and but, I actually read that last week. Yeah, but but the other the other thing that's out there that I I do occasionally is I use a SharePoint list or Microsoft lists now to go out yeah. and and to do some work management. And I think the way I would approach it is, is, is this. If it's a personal set of tasks that really it's me or maybe a couple of people that's really ad hoc and light, yeah, to do makes sense. Uh, planner is going to add a little bit more structure to it, right? Okay. And it te- yeah. We're going to tend to do it with a group of people yep. that are, are doing something. Um, lists is usually going to imply that I'm doing something a little bit more than just tracking some work, right? Now, maybe what I'm doing is I I need to do some calculations. I may need to do some reporting. Uh, I may need to link it to look up data elsewhere. I want to I want to constrain the way people are putting data because if if I I can add a task into Planner and I can put in five five points uh, uh, right. in, in the checklist, right? But if I want to do every single task has got these five things, then I'm either copying that task a whole bunch of times or I'm re-entering data. Whereas right. if I put that in a list, I could put a choice and say, hey, have you done these things? Or I could put it as five fields. Yeah. And so that's a different 
different way of kind of working on that, that that can be pretty powerful. And it can be for you or it can be for a group of people. Yep. And I think one thing about that that works pretty well is it can be, you know, I can take a list and I can share it outside my organization, right? So yeah. I could even use it to collaborate with with my partners. So so that's another another thing that it's 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 not quite planner. Planner actually does more around the task management stuff. Although sure. I often tell people, to be honest with you, all planner is is a really pretty interface on top of a SharePoint task list that yep. has all of those fields in it, right? Right. So you could replicate that with lists, but if you and if you don't need the buckets and you don't need the categories and stuff like that, that might be a, a, a way of solving it. Yeah. So lists is for kind of a custom tracking of things. Yeah. And and then the last one that I would throw out there is uh, there's always Microsoft Project, right? Yeah. Now, granted, additional licenses, right? It's, a, right? it's not free. But when you get to Microsoft Project, the thing that you're getting there is what I call work management. Because now I can do dependencies. Yep. I can sit there and say, hey, we can't start this task until this previous task is finished. Right. And... I can say this task is eight hours and Brian's assigned to it. And if I add David to it, it's now still eight hours of work, but it's four hours of duration. Yep. Or I add David to it and it's still eight hours of duration and now it's 16 hours of work, right? So it's right. You, you can configure pro, uh, Microsoft Project to do those kinds of things. Well, and you get the Gantt, you Gantt kind of view out of it, that, that you know. And that's, well, you, you can vacation get a Gantt schedules view out of a list. And, you can get a Gantt view out of a list. You just have to know how to do it, right? Yeah. There's yeah. some there's some things you have to do to make that work, but you can do it, okay? But yes, um, when you get to real project management, and really with, with project, we're now we're also talking portfolio management, where I'm actually going out and managing more than just more than just one project, but I'm managing multiple projects, mm -hmm. and I need to and I need to see resources across multiple projects. Obviously, that's where we're yeah. getting into into the big the big stuff. And you know, frankly, I will leave that to the PMs in the world. And yeah, more power to them. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so if you're a PM, yeah, have at it, have yeah. fun. Just don't ask. Don't ask me to set it up. I we'll be glad to be a resource on your project plan, right? <laughs> yeah. And and have you seen that they now have a roadmap function inside a project? Yeah. No, I did that, see that. that. That lets you keep roadmaps and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. I like that as well. It's okay. it. Yeah. It's 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 cool. And the the list side of things, the other thing that I think about is, um, you know, because it's really a SharePoint list. I mean, ultimately, that's what we're talking about. Now mm -hmm. you've got instant access to things like Power Automate and and those sort of things. So well, you, you could do, do all you do, sorts you of You do in Planner as well, right? We've actually written uh, flows uh, in Power Automate that actually create and assign and update um, tasks inside of Planner. We, we, yeah. recently, we recently put together a solution where uh, somebody enters something into a SharePoint list and we mm -hmm. say, we're ready for this to review. And it kicks off and automatically creates 10 tasks in Planner assigned to 10 different people. Okay. Puts the appropriate information into the plan, including a link back to the, the description of the solution, right? And yeah. then they and it assigns a due date for them. And if 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 by the time the due date comes, they haven't completed it, it waits two more days and then it marks it as completed. Um, and and because that's the we're tr we're trying to push things through. And if you don't do yeah. anything, we're going to assume you approve, right? Yeah. Um, 
and and so um, it's cool. And then and then what it's also do, the flow is also doing is as these tasks get completed, it's actually going out and updating the SharePoint list and letting us know how many of these have been approved. And once we get to five out of ten, right? Yeah. Then we mark the entire thing as done. Because oh, okay. Have, yeah. So so we're actually doing like voting, and but but we're using Planner to be able to track the work from an assignment standpoint. Yeah, no, that's right. really cool. Right. Well, it's a better, it's an easier interface. It's an easier interface for people too. It is. And as you pointed out, right? So that that's a that's a combination of we're doing this in Teams, right? Yep. We're using SharePoint, we're using Planner, we're using Power Automate, yeah. right? Um, yeah. all of that stuff together, man, that synergy is awesome, isn't it? Yeah, it's really cool stuff. Well, and you get into dynamics or anything like that, and there's really some cool things that you can do. Um, the, you know, just yes, the sale, you know, if, if something changes from a qualification or, you know, like a, a qualified lead or whatever, you know, the status mm-hmm. changes, we can have it kick off something to go somewhere and automatically do something, automatically create a team, you know, once it goes to something that's assigned Sal, you know, things like that, you know, that, um, well, there is a all collaboration built into. button. There's a collaboration button in Dynamics that you can click that will let you take an entity in Dynamics and, and link it to a Microsoft team and a channel, okay. which is really cool. And then it displays it as a tab, but it's displaying the Dynamics thing. And here's the really cool part about that. You don't have to have a Dynamics license to view it in Teams. It's a Power Apps license at that point in time, which uh, you have okay. as part of Teams. So I can't. Yeah update anything in there right but i can view and it looks exactly like dynamics at that point in time yeah that's right? pretty cool. it's really really awesome and so yeah, yeah. you're right when, when you start throwing in your crm into this as yeah. well or or hey you know we are the cloud whisperers not the microsoft whisperers right it could be salesforce <laughs> it could be yeah. asana it could be right. jira it can be any one of these things that have yeah. got a connector that we that we can link into into the common data service and allow us to automate things. Yeah, that's exactly what we did um, when I was working over at Binary Tree. We actually plugged uh, Salesforce into uh, Power Automate, and we were able to you know with the connector, and we were able to based on a status you know or, or like a you know hey this lead is qualified. Yeah. Uh, go out and create. Um, a page in OneNote um, for for notes, right? To keep all of our notes. Yeah, and that's cool. Like that, you know, and create folders, you know, to to keep pre-sales documents and things like that. You know, so I mean, yeah, th- those are all really uh, really and cool you, scenarios, and man. You and don't I have to be a I programmer get, to do it. I know, and I just get <laughs> I get nerded out about this stuff, man, because I really like the automation side of it. There you go. That yep. is that is cool. So very cool, that, man. That's really awesome. So, yeah, so anyway, from, from a listener standpoint, right, if you aren't using these tools inside of Microsoft 365, if all you're doing in there is Exchange or SharePoint or OneDrive or even Teams, right, start looking at things like Planner and To-Do and Whiteboard and Sway. And, you know, you're paying for this stuff. Microsoft is giving you all of these hidden gems, these add-ons for free. Yep. Take advantage of this thing. It, you know, you may be paying 20 bucks a month for an E3 license. It's worth a heck of a lot more than that. Absolutely. But, but only only if you take advantage of it. Right. Yeah, one of the things that I saw here recently was that uh, within Outlook, I think it's in, it's not in Outlook yet, but it's in Outlook um, 
on the web mm-hmm. is you can actually go in and click reply and select continue this conversation in Teams. So oh, whereas really? you used to, yeah. So where as you used to get that. the get the address of the channel in Teams, you can actually click in Outlook and it'll forward that message to that particular channel. So um, just think of ways that you can get people out of email and out and into this this the collaboration world that they really need to be in now. I mean, um, we use Teams every day, you know, for everything that we do, and um, in you know whether it's video conferencing or, or whatever. But if you really think about it, what I like about Teams is it's kind of the centralized the hub, right? The centralized hub for everything that I do, mm-hmm. but it's also a way for me to provide structure around what I do, right? When I create teams yeah. and everything, yeah, exactly. I'm creating structure. I'm creating structure in those channels. I'm creating structure of where I need to have those conversations. And you've got to be out there evangelizing that and, and teaching people how to use it properly because the more that people use it properly, the more popular it's going to become. And, you know, obviously, you know, the more useful it's going to become. Well, and what, you know, I was working with a client recently and we, we, they, they didn't, they didn't think Teams was going to be very useful to him because they already had a SharePoint site and they had in there a document library and they would stick all the documents they were working on with these five different groups. Right. And we, we convinced them to take one of those document libraries and move it into a team. Because each of those document libraries, there were actually folders in the document library, had unique permissions for the five yeah. different groups they were working on, right? And so we said, well, let's create a team, and I'll show you how to move the documents over there, and then you guys can start working on this. And we let them go, and we came back and talked to them about two or three weeks later, and I discovered that not only had they been using that particular one, okay, um, she created more because yeah. – what she loved, and this was the thing that she said, I love not having to look up the email yep. that lets me know about the file I'm looking at. Exactly right. And so yeah. I can go to the team and all of the conversations are just about that particular program and all of the files are just about that particular program. Yeah. And I'm like, contextual work. That is the beauty of Teams. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. All righty. Well, I'll tell you what, Brian, it looks like we have come to that time yet again. You know what time I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. I, no, actually, I think I remember this time. One is, what, what is that one last thing we're going to talk about, Brian? Do you remember? I do remember. I do remember. It I've come, been it, a... It was from Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time It's been a long been time, a long ago, time man. since Sunday. It's been a long time been a long since time, Sunday. Man. But, I can uh, get a lot of steps in at HCB, you know. Um, we were uh, we were playing Stardew Valley with my daughter, and we were also watching the Cowboys game yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. When I we saw I saw, and I'm sure everybody else did, saw one of the most gruesome things. Yeah. Um, that you know I I've, I've seen in a long time, and you know. We were watching, and and when when Dak Prescott went down, and after the play was over, he didn't get up, and he grabbed his calf. My, I looked at my wife, and I said, "That's not good." Yeah. And then they went and showed the re the first. They only showed the replay once, thank goodness. 
And I was yeah. going to say, hey, what happened there? And you saw his ankle bent 90 degrees to the side. Yep. And I was like, oh, he's 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 done. He's not just done for the game now. This is done for the yeah. season. Um, and, yeah. And, and Compound it, fracture it, and uh, the ankle. It's just uh, absolutely horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But but they brought in like one of the top surgeons in that area. Yep. And they operated him on Sunday night and they said, you know, look, he's still going to have like, I want to say it's like four to six months. Uh, yeah, to get four better. to six months recovery. Yeah. But, but you know, he's young, he is fit. And, and I'll tell you the part that my wife and I were just so moved by. And my wife is a huge Dak Prescott fan um, yeah. and a huge Cowboys fan. And um, the the outpouring of support for him was just absolutely amazing uh, yeah. from from the fellow that, that that hurt him inadvertently right certainly didn't mean to and he was just like i feel terrible and yeah. we're all like yeah you know yeah, could you imagine no i mean yeah um to to other quarterbacks in the league uh, other yeah. players in the leagues other people in other leagues all you know uh yeah. putting forth their their hopes and prayers that he is going to be okay when Jason Garrett um, I, walking over and oh, know, that was beautiful too. Yeah, I, I miss. I do. I I do miss Red Jesus as our coach. Um, <laughs> I, I so wanted him to take us to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that did not happen. <laughs> yeah. And all the people who are listening to this podcast, all three of them, uh, who are Cowboys haters, you're probably going ha 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 ha. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, well, you know, he is, you know, but uh, yeah, it it it, it is. It has certainly put a different tenor on the rest of the season for us Cowboys fans. Uh, this yeah. is definitely this. This was already not looking to be a very good season. This yeah. is definitely going to be a different season. What was really interesting is, you know, uh, again, I, I, I completely agree the outpouring and everything from all around, you know, especially as teammates. But what you noticed is after that happened, and he was you know, heading off the field. I mean, that look on his face was just, I mean, I, I it broke my heart, you know, several times over. Oh, yeah. uh, but all of the players, man, they, they, they took their game to another level and they ended up winning that game. Um, he is such an inspiration yeah. to everybody. I mean, he yeah. really is. And, and when, when you have somebody that everybody thinks so highly of like that, and he gets hurt or whatever, and they're all thinking in their mind, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this for Dak. Mm -hmm. You know, you know that's what those guys were thinking, every one that's of them. That's right. And they ended up winning that game, and I, I just, what a better, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just imagine him, you know, I'm sure it, being just in pain and everything else and having to think about surgery and how long he's going to be out and all that or whatever, but you know that he was listening to that game or watching that game, and when he saw him win or whatever, I... I could only imagine that that felt good for him. So, uh -huh. and they did win in a pretty spectacular fashion. Yeah, they really that, did. That, that yeah. last drive um, was absolutely amazing. That okay, catch, we're, we're both throw. Cowboys fans, and everybody yes, else listening we out there, go on and on and on. Land are probably going, "Oh my gosh, Cowboy! I am yeah. never listening to this podcast again." Um, so, <laughs> if you have ever listened to our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> right. We right, appreciate yeah. <laughs> it. You're going to find us on iTunes. You're going to find us on Spotify. You're going to find us on Google Play. And you're going to find us on SoundCloud, obviously. 
Go to Facebook and follow us, fb.me slash cloudwhisperers, at cloudwhisperers on Twitter. Uh, we are cloudwhisperers at outlook.com. You can always email us. You know, we are getting so many emails, Brian. I'm just, I'm inundated by the, oh, wait, no, we haven't gotten any emails. So <laughs> the, you could, you, listener, could be the first person to ever email us. Yeah. And talk to us. Leave at, a comment. At any of those places, right? Uh, and, and, you know, we're always happy to, to talk. If you want, if you have a question, right? If you, if you want to know something about what's going on in the cloud world, uh, please reach out. We're happy to answer those kinds of questions. Absolutely. And promise we'll talk more about technology and less about football. We always do. <laughs> we, we always do. But we, you know, one last thing doesn't have to be about, be about technology. It can be That's about true. life. That's true. Yeah. So, all righty, sir. Well, you have a good one, okay? All right. Until you next too. time. Thanks, David. Yeah, absolutely. Bye-bye. Take care.